Welcome to the Pharmacy Residency Podcast, a member of the Pharmacy Podcast Network. I'm Tony Guerra, pharmacist, publisher, and professional editor, bringing you interviews and advice on succeeding in your residency journey. You can sign up for the email list at pharmacyresidencypodcast.com to get your free LOI template or get editing help working one-on-one with me at residency.teachable.com. Let's get started with the show. Hey, welcome to the Pharmacy Residency Podcast. Remember the Pharmacy Podcast Network. Just want to let you know that there's a discount right now on the Rockstar Residency Interview Prep Course with video and audio guides. It's going to be, the code is PODCAST25 OFF. It's all caps. That's P-O-D-C-A-S-T 25 OFF for 25% off the course. And of course, you get your money back if you don't get an interview. Um, I wanted to go over part of what the course is, but first I wanted to talk about some of the uh, places that already are sending out interviews. So we're going to the Google Doc, and I want to be careful, it's not this one. This is the date the program confirmed they received or reviewing your application. Uh, We really are looking at this phase one invite, okay? And so as we go down, you know, we kind of say, okay, well, some places are saying that they received it, uh, but it's actually more unlikely that you won't see it, okay? Um, So Baptist Medical Center, North Little Rock, uh, sent out uh, interview invitations on the 3rd in Arkansas. And uh, let's see, Desert Oasis Healthcare in Palm Springs. Dignity Health Hospitals in Sacramento uh, offered interviews on uh, the 4th. Pre-interview assessment video. I've mentioned this in a past episode from Pomona Valley Hospital Medical Center. What that is, is it's a link and you go in there and they're going to ask you some questions. And then from those questions, they'll decide if they want to do an actual interview with you. So the question is, why do they do this? Well, the first thing is, is when you organize an interview, you've got to get everybody together. It's all got to be at a certain time. What this does is it makes it asynchronous so that they can have the interview. They can have it, other, you know, somebody look at it and somebody else look at it. Uh, and <clears throat> the questions are pretty standard. So um, that's the one where I went over that book uh, that I gave away uh, last week or the first week of the month the phone interview survival tips, job interview questions and answers for introverts and extroverts. Uh, and what it is, is it's it's an hour long book. If you got Kindle Unlimited, you can get it free uh, as well. But uh, the big kind of takeaway with these is that there's going to be a certain amount of time and you really want to know what that time is and how many questions. So let's say it's going to be 20 minutes and you're going to have five questions. That's four minutes per question if there's no introduction or ending. And so a lot of times these types of, um, you know, pre-screening interview questions, uh, what you're really trying to do is not make a mistake more than you're trying to nail it. And so the biggest mistake you can make is not leaving time to answer the questions or having a complete arc within the question. So uh, the frameworks that I talk about in the course how to you know use the star method for example the situation task um, action and result Uh, too many people spend too little time on the situation they go right to what they did to solve the problem and you 
as an interviewer, maybe you forget to some extent that the person on the other end wasn't there and they need a little bit more of a setup and that's where things go wrong. But if you have a good setup, really kind of paint the picture of what's going on and then you explain what your specific job is, the task, then how you did that action and then what were the outcomes or results, it goes a lot better. But the one place where I definitely see um, students and applicants really struggling is that setup. Okay, So um, in something like this where uh, Pomona Valley Hospital is doing these pre-interview assessments, make sure that you have a good setup for the answer uh, if it's one of those behavioral questions. So again, that's the STAR method. And then I've got a, a rock method. That's where the rock star comes from, a rock method for more straightforward ones like strengths and inner, uh, weaknesses and things like that. Okay, let's kind of keep going down here. Um, uh, let's see. So uh, Oral Medical Center of Aurora in Colorado was nice enough to say, this is when you would hear and this is when the dates are going to be. So that's actually really good information uh, that you can say, okay, I at least can kind of put this in and say, all right, well, I'll know by this date if I'm gonna have to kind of schedule some of them. Okay. Um, heard from current resident, this is uh, UC Health at University of Colorado Hospital. They've received applications, are reviewing, they don't send individual emails. And, and to be fair, there's a very small group of people doing this and, and getting all the emails out there and so forth. Okay, um, on Jackson Memorial Hospital in Miami for PGY1, uh, sent out uh, emails for virtual interviews on January 16th. And this is not uncommon to see that they're going to put out uh, interviews in very early in the year, because what they wanna do is kinda get a feel for what is it that we have in this applicant pool? I've seen over and over again that the applicant pool has gone down and that many more interviews will go out, but that doesn't mean that you're going to get and nail the interview at the site that you've got. It just means that, oh, okay, well, good. More people are going to have a little bit better chance. Uh, expected by 116 for Manatee Memorial Hospital in Bradenton, Florida. Expected 117, Orlando Regional Medical Center, PGY1. Okay. Uh, let's go down here. Saw a couple more. Um, well, PGY2, St. Elizabeth's, uh, one four. Um, PGY2 is kind of its own ball game. Uh, University of Kentucky, PGY2, uh, one four, uh, virtual 212325. Uh, again, those PGY2s. Uh, it's so much smaller in terms of an applicant pool. And then last year, I've mentioned this before, there were more open spaces than there were rejected applicants. So, uh, and I'm talking about just from the interview, not that initial, we never interviewed you in the first place. But when you look at PGY2s, uh, PGY2s are definitely much less in demand. It just kind of depends on what kind of PGY2 you want. Um, Let's see, plan to Cambridge Health Alliance in Cambridge, Massachusetts, plan to contact applicants by 123. Okay, uh, offers will be mailed out January 20th for the University of Maryland Medical Center. Okay, um, all right, and let's see, uh, Abbott Northwestern Hospital in Minneapolis. Oh, this is a PGY2 infectious disease, so um, 13 was when they heard about the interview. Uh, Mayo Clinic, uh, this is PGY1, the one in Rochester. 
Uh, so there's going to be virtual interviews on 130, 2.3, 2.6, 2.10, 2.13. Assume that they have heard from someone. Just didn't put that in there. Uh, let's see. So Kansas City VA, um, they put their interview dates. And so so valuable to be able to block off those, block off those dates in your calendar uh, so that you can know, okay, well, that might conflict with Kansas City VA or that might conflict with Mercy Hospital Springfield. So again, as you're kind of like, what do I do while I'm waiting? Well, one thing that's really valuable is knowing, you know, I, I know that you guys have received my application. You're getting applications very busy. Uh, if it's not on the website, is there a place that I could look to see what uh, your blocked off interview dates are going to be for your particular program? Uh, let's see, Cone Health in Greensboro, North Carolina, uh, blocked off four dates in January. Uh, Nova New Health, New Hanover Regional Medical Center in Wilmington, North Carolina. So they've already kind of sent those out. Uh, and then also for the PGY2. Um, Elliott Health System in Manchester, New Hampshire. Uh, and then, wow, that was really early, 1223. Uh, Gallup Indian Medical Center in Gallup, New Mexico. Okay, uh, let's see. All right, so phone screening 1-4, expected real interviews by 113 is I think what they mean to say here. So again, uh, this is Canton, Ohio. It's Altman Hospital. Uh, what you're really looking for is how many questions are you going to ask? How long do I have? Is it something where you just email me or are we setting up a time? Um, but uh, knowing that their phone screenings are going in just a week and a half or a couple of weeks uh, tells you that uh, they're really just trying to weed out a small, weed it out enough to get to a little bit of a smaller group. Um, I like this too, uh, Cleveland Clinic, PGY1, if you've applied there. Uh, so they not only have the dates in February where you would interview, but also an optional on-site visit. And that's kind of one of those things that, you know, do you spend the time to do it if you, so what you probably would do, and I'm assuming that you're already in kind of the Ohio area, uh, is if you are nearby and you get the 13th or 15th interview and you feel really good about it, then you go to the optional on-site visit. Uh, if not, I don't know, but it looks like three of the dates are actually before, so you can kind of figure out if that's something that's going to work out. And that's cool that they did that on a Saturday so that it doesn't really uh, mess with anybody's uh, happy schedule. Um, Cleveland Clinic Emergency Medicine, that's very specific. Uh, Cleveland Clinic Akron, uh, nope. Uh, so, yeah, so, yeah, again, another uh, PGY2. Um, okay, so Cleveland Clinic Fairview Hospital expected by 115 virtual, and we're seeing. I think we're seeing virtual for a couple of reasons. One, uh, flights are incredibly expensive right now. And even if you do have a flight with the disaster that kind of happened over the winter, you know, are you going to get there? Um, but some places are asking you to get there. So Cincinnati's the Christ Hospital uh, is expecting you to be there, you know, January 27th, 31st, or February. Uh, it's got four dates there. Uh, but that came out on the 5th. Um, after the 16th, uh, University Hospital's Cleveland Medical Center uh, is going to go virtual. A um, couple of dates for some PGY-2s in Oklahoma City. Uh, let's see. 
Um, again, so helpful to have these interview dates that you can kind of block off for whatever specific um, program that you're going to have. Uh, expect things by the 13th from uh, Oregon Health and Science University Hospitals and Clinics. And what I'll do is I'll kind of wrap this up uh, with some kind of thoughts I have in terms of uh, some of these. The managed care, so um, rejected already. Gosh, all right. Um, and something like that would, would make sense, and it may seem cruel uh, to re reject someone so quickly, but what they're basically saying is that your profile might match somebody that's in acute care or might match someone that's in community. And what that does is it lets you get back in there for some programs whose deadlines are not over yet. And I think that that's really nice to have. I kind of, I kind of wish that um, more places would send out rejections, but there's a reason they don't. Uh, they'd have no idea how many they're going to need to bring in to interview to make sure that they fill their residency spots. And with a declining number of residency applicants, uh, it gets a little bit tougher to, to know, okay, well, we don't want to send out rejections yet because the last thing we want to do is say, you know, when we said we rejected you from an interview, we actually do want to interview. We're really sorry about that. Uh, that, I imagine, wouldn't go over very well. Okay, uh, let's see. So Regional One Health in Memphis uh, sent one out on New Year's. South College School of Pharmacy Community sent one out. Somebody's filling one out for St. Jude and a PGY2. Uh, screening interviews at Baptist Hospitals of Southeast Texas. Uh, virtual screening in Houston Methodist. Uh, Houston Methodist Willowbrook uh, sent one out as well. Texas Health Harris Med Methodist Hospital Fort Worth uh, sent out phase one. Um, expected by 113 Magellan RX Management. So let's see, phone assessment invite. So that's that, again, that phone interview uh, on 15 um, for Providence Sacred Heart Pharmacotherapy Clinic in Spokane, Washington. Uh, and then uh, looks like there's a couple of uh, other ones there. Invites via phone, um, Virginia Mason Franciscan, uh, no email rejection. Then Aurora St. Luke's in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Uh, looks like they've sent out for PGY-1 and PGY community. Uh, let's see, University of Wisconsin, UW Health. So expect phone calls between 111 and 125, and then you'll get virtual or in person. Um, so if you have the choice, really uh, in person is really the way to go, uh, especially if you did not do an appy there, uh, because in the pool, you'll be competing with people who have been there. They can put a name to a face and it's so much easier to make a relationship and, and really understand the culture if you get to go. All right, so that's it. So um, residency interviews are in full swing. So let's talk a little bit about kind of the steps you need to, to take to do well in these interviews. Uh, some of you may know, okay, you know, I'm, I'm not really uh, so great at this. Um, you know, how can I get some help? What are some things I can do? I've got a couple of free previews that you can have here um, on the uh, uh, course. And the big one is when I went to ASHP and saw some people presenting their posters, that's very much like your presentation is going to be in the residency interview when you're presenting something. And what you want to be able to do is go from beginning to end uh, very fluidly, 
uh, no bumps in the road, not depending on your slides. And if you look at these preview presentations, you see they're just about three minutes. And it's just, hey, tell me what your research is about. And you start with the introduction, you actually go right to the results, and then you talk a little bit about the methods. And so it's just kind of really nice to see such you know, high-level students, and these are students from Purdue, uh, excellent pharmacy school, uh, and <clears throat> those students are doing just a great job of not just projecting and talking about their what they say, but don't even worry about what they're saying about their research, but just look how confident they are, how knowledgeable they are, how really they just are so comfortable in their own skin. And I also have a residency interview presentation topics and tips there uh, as well. But that's really what they're judging. So many students go into that interview thinking, okay, if I don't deliver exactly this information, then it's over. But what they're really doing is saying, well, you know, are you presenting yourself as somebody that would be confident with patients? And that's what you're doing. And so with the residency uh, interview course, that's what I do is I help people with their PowerPoints uh, as well. Okay, so just a couple of things to, to wrap up here. So after you get kind of through the residency interviews from the side of the RPD to the actual residents themselves, um, talk a little bit about some uh, tips and tricks uh, to get through. Uh, so I put all the RPDs here, all of the residents themselves here, uh, and they can help you. And then ranking the residency programs and kind of figuring out like, all right, I'm getting a lot of interviews. And we see on Reddit a number of interviews are getting turned down, uh, letting the program know, hey, you know, I'm getting a ton of interviews. Uh, I really uh, appreciate you sending that out, um, but I'm, I'm not interested uh, anymore now that I know that I can get these other interviews. Uh, don't feel like you have to take every single interview, but uh, it's going to drive you crazy uh, as you're kind of going through that process. Uh, job interview videos, so what to do um, when you're looking at certain job interviews, kind of some mock uh, interviews. And then I have a hundred questions from uh, that you could be asked on an interview. And the nice thing is you can just start with, they're in blocks of 10. So you can just start there and just say, okay, I just want to play these 10. And from playing these 10, I'll be able to, okay, get a good idea of, okay, am I flubbing? What am I doing right? What am I doing wrong? And most of the time, <clears throat> it's not about the content. It's how you present it. And that may seem like, well, what do you mean? And it's just like, well, how do they feel about you after they, you've left? Is it somebody who feels really confident about this? Or is it somebody that was so, so tied up and just so uncomfortable? So let's take this question, uh, what qualities make you a good resident? And somebody who's answering this uh, might say, oh, what qualities make me a good resident? Okay, let me stall a little bit by asking the question again. Um, well, I think that, you know, and, and so this should roll right off your tongue. You're just going back to your strengths and weaknesses. But the big thing to make sure that you do is provide evidence. You can just say, I'm a hard worker and, you know, I'm very punctual and things like that. What you want to do instead is say, well, my preceptor from this appy, which also matches the appies they have, uh, said this about me, and my preceptor from this appy 
mentioned that this was a strength of mine. So when you're looking at this, don't feel like you have to come up with something completely new. You probably have the answer somewhere in your documentation or something that you've done. Okay. All right. Well, I don't want to keep you guys as we're getting to 20 minutes on drive time, but um, again, the discount on the Rockstar Residency Interview Prep Course with Video and Audio Guides, residency.teachable.com. Just use the code PODCAST, P-O-D-C-A-S-T, 25-O-F-F. And that will get you the course for 25% off. I do hope you you do it. I just find that um, <clears throat> so many students wait until they get their interviews to prepare. And that can be kind of disastrous sometimes because you're like, oh my gosh, what do I do? And really the place you want to be as you're going in there is a place of confidence. And that's why I say everybody should be also applying to jobs. Because let's imagine that you have a job for $100,000 at the end of the year, or 110000 whatever it is. Imagine how you're going in there and saying, okay, well, what's the worst that happens if I don't get this residency thing? I can go make $110,000 doing this. Is it my favorite thing to do? Eh, maybe not. But it's a very different place to, okay, in March, it's possible that I will have no job. And then in April, I'm going to have to go into phase two, and I might still have no job. So there I go, everybody's, you know, and I hate that they do this at some colleges, but some colleges of pharmacy, they announce the residency you get. So such and such, doing a residency at, you know, the Mayo Clinic Rochester, you know, applause, applause, applause for, you know, getting a top residency site. And then they're like, you know, Bob Jones searching for opportunities, you know, or thinking about, you know, doing something in, the blank area. So all of those things uh, are just kind of the reasons you want to prepare now and really, really just kind of lock in, dial in uh, so that you can be successful when you get there on the day. And I've heard over and over again that it's really the person that wins the day. So when you have a group of people coming in, you just need to be in the top one or two and those are the people that are probably going to get the top ranking invite. And you say, well, that's silly. Why, why wouldn't they just do it across all of the interview dates? Well, imagine talking to, you know, 15 people, trying to remember them after you talk to another 15 people the next week and then another 15 people the next week. The easiest thing to do is just, just say, okay, let's just see what the top people are. And it's just like soccer, right? World Cup. Okay, the top two, in this bracket are going to move on okay they're going to get uh, into the single elimination and it's very similar in residency where you're just trying to win the day and you're just trying to win that particular one so questions for me tony the pharmacist at gmail.com hope to hear from you i love taking this journey with you guys thanks for listening to the pharmacy residency podcast a member of the pharmacy podcast network you might also like to check out our available residency audiobooks at pharmacyresidencypodcast.com forward slash books, where you can get your first book free if you've never been on Audible before, or work one-on-one with me as a professional editor at residency.teachable.com. Feel free to send an invite to connect with me, Tony PharmD, on LinkedIn, or email me at tonythepharmacist at gmail.com with questions. Music was by Policy.